What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, reviews, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Hello, people. Welcome to another movie edition. What up? What up? All right. So this week, we're going to dive into a Christmas movie that dropped this weekend. Yeah, now that the holiday season just started. Uh, the funny thing is, I'm trying to think of any other movie that's that's supposed to be coming out for the holidays right now. This is the only one that I know that was even promoted and then came Love out. Hard. I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, it came out like two weeks. Two I know, that's nothing, but it wasn't like the holiday movie. That's more of a love story, but that was in the, during Christmas. Ho- oh, so yeah, all right. Yeah. Not like, a, like this was a, this was promoted Heavily. as a holiday movie. Yeah. Like, okay, so the movie is called 8-Bit Christmas. Um if you guys want to check it out, it's available on HBO Max, and it it's starring Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Steve Zane, um, Zahn, Steve Zahn, Zahn, sorry, Steve Zahn, and June Diane Rayfield. Yes, um, as well as David Cross and oh, a, a lot of new faces in it too, as well. Actually, the face that really surprised me was uh, Cyrus Arnold, which was the son of Zoolander in the last Zoolander movie. Yeah. So this is a, he was completely different in this one, but it was funny to see him. So just to kind of give you a little synopsis on the movie, um, it is um, basically Neil Patrick Harris is a full, is a man, and he is talking to his ten year old daughter in regards to you know Christmas presents and stuff like that, and yeah. he talks, he tells her the story of how he got his most desired gift at the time, which was the Nintendo. Yes. Not and not not Super Nintendo, not uh, you know sixty four. No, no, no. This is like the legitimate like nineteen eighties Nintendo, um, which obviously I can. (laughs) I I, we can both relate. We can we we both relate to that. So, um, so just uh, like get into spoilers of it, I'll let you ask the question. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I I the one thing about this movie that was that it relished on and was really heavy is the nostalgia because they reference a lot of like trapper keepers goonies um it it, it gave it, it was literally if you were if you time jump back to the 80s it gave you that feel even though i was a little bit younger than the kids in the movie at that time but just the the feel of it and everything else yeah it was you were right there it was nothing what I loved it was it, it didn't if it, it didn't feel like they tried to make it feel eighties. It felt like the eighties. It felt like the a Christmas story, right? And that's what they were promoting as like this is like the new Christmas story. Well, because it wasn't just the fact that like because you're right, all the nostalgia part of it that was that was on point. Yeah, but it was also the fact that everything was very like over over hyped. Yeah, like it wasn't just that he. You know, that, that like, the way he looked at the Nintendo had all these, like, amazing light. Like, you know, it was, like, it, it was it was in nostalgia eye filters. Yeah. Like, especially the way he would talk about the kid who had the Nintendo in his, <laughs> in his, uh, his, his basement. And it was so funny, like. <laughs> it literally, it went on par. When I was looking, when I was finishing the movie and it went on par with it, it really did, like, almost like a beat to beat to, to um, a Christmas story. Really? A little bit. Just for the fact of the, the 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 ultimate gift that you won and everything you try to do to get it, mm-hmm. and this just veered off by a little. It, it felt like a little bit like how somebody would say it was like a jingle all the way, mm-hmm. a little bit just the the 
the aspect of running around well, town. I, I liked it because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the parents trying to do it. Like the yeah. parents were really, really trying to get the Nintendo for him. It was him trying to get it for himself. himself. And everything that he did, and that's what I liked about it. It wasn't just like, you know, because it was easy to just try to convince your parents to get it. No, but I liked it was just like, you know, all these extra like hoops that he's like has to go through. has to go through just to get himself. <laughs> and I loved it. I just I love that aspect that twist of it because you know, obviously it's easy to show the parents stressing out about it, but for the kid to do it and the kid to like kind of get in its own in his own way. I like the weird kid. The weird kid was my favorite. <laughs> Yo, he the, looked the like one a, that always lied. Huh. The one that always lied? No, 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 no. Oh, no. yes. I know you're talking about The now. one that always sat by himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, he looked like a... He's he a like nomad. A, yeah, he looked like a like a miniature Russell Brand. Um, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was, just so, he was just so... He was just so bizarre and it's funny. But no, the, the, the what I was saying, the kid from uh, Zoolander, it was so funny because obviously he's doubled in size in yeah. this movie since the other one. But he's like a you look like a thirty year old man amongst ten year olds. For real. <laughs> I was like, this kid's a fifth grader? Yo, he's like a he's a full grown man. Like <laughs> and he's just like with all these kids, and it's so funny. Um but the, the ending caught me. The ending really caught me. And and I think I I remember we were trying to talk about it, but I just kept touched for this episode. Yeah. And that's one thing about it, and and and, and so it leads to ultimately towards the end of the movie, um, the major story or the message was like it's not about the gift you get for Christmas, is that the people you spend it with, and in this movie, Neil Patrick Harris's character as a kid bonded over with his dad because his dad built him a uh, treehouse, tree house, yeah, and he put their initials together, and ever since then they've been building stuff everything around the house. So you see a glimpse in the future when current time and Neil Patrick Harris, you he's talking about like, it's not about the, the gift and you look around and you see everything like the cabinet, like a table, everything had JG on it. So it was like, Oh, this was, this is what bonded him and his, and his dad. And that's one thing that, that caught me completely off guard because a lot of, a lot of uh, movies that you feel like freaky, let's say freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Like uh, with Lindsay Lohan, you knew that at the end of it, it was more about like the relationship between the daughter and the mother, and that's where they're focusing on. And this one, it didn't. Everything was focused about the Nintendo, Nintendo, the, the relationship the, the side with the, story the, the, that the kept secondary story. Yeah, was his relationship with his dad. But and the funny is, it came out of nowhere because it yeah. really didn't. Like at no point, it felt like that was that was played for so so light handed. Yeah, that. You didn't realize it was until the impact of the end. Yeah. Because again, you really just kind of thought, okay, so it's his dad. Like his dad more felt more of a obstacle. Yeah. Versus uh, being part of the story or his relationship with his dad it was, again, because it was always focusing back on him getting that Nintendo. So I loved how they built this new, this kind of arc with the father. Yeah. Um, kind of kind of hidden. Hidden in in the movie, it didn't feel heavy handed at all. So that way, when the end came, you're like, "Whoa, what, whoa, what just happened?" Yeah. Especially because you know it was true. Like when he, you know, you didn't think that you didn't think that his parents were gonna give him anything that he wanted because all he wanted was Nintendo. That's the only thing that he desired. That's the only nine thing Nintendo, nine Nintendo. Did I said nine Nintendo. Sorry, no, no, Nintendo. Nintendo. You said Nintendo, but the mom was like nine Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo. 
Um, and it's and, and and so when he got the when he when he got the the treehouse and the fact that it was still there, yeah. After all those years, it was like he kept it. He kept forget, it. Forget the intent. Who cared? Like yeah. didn't matter. That 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 treehouse probably meant more to him growing up than Nintendo ever did. Yeah, because he he ended up he said it. He like he had like a lot of sleepover nights and a lot of times with his dad, and that's one thing. What when now that I looking like uh, looking back at it, it does it does have that feel of Christmas story because in Christmas story he was all about the BB gun, and his dad was the obstacle because he was he was just impeding on it or some in some form or way, I felt so that itself it was almost like saying that how it would have ended if mm-hmm. his dad like if they created the, if they showed that relationship with him and his dad and the bond got stronger, mm. but then other, besides of him just getting the BB gun, like he was intended yeah. to. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you just, you, you so focused on these things that you desire, but you don't focus. Yeah. Basically the idea was, you know, like, cause I mean, like in my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the things that I wanted like that. Like, if, was there anything I really wanted? Like, cause I remember I wanted Nintendo, but it was, I don't remember it being for Christmas. I just wanted one, but I don't know. I just, in my head, I'm like, there's nothing, I wish I wish I would have kept all my toys when I was a kid, but I'm I'm not like that. Yeah. But it, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, like you said, it's just spending time with your your family, your dad, and the relationships you have, and that's all this time. That's that's all that's important. That's what, that's what all really matter boils down to everything. Just relationship with people and you, the time you get to spend with them. Because at the end of it, in the movie, you see that they're they're about to eat for dinner, and you pans out, and you see that the dad's seat's empty. So that's yeah. implying that he passed away recently, or he's been gone for some times. But he's still, uh, sh- like a sign of remembering him and and that family. They still put a plate out for him, and that yeah. was like, ugh, that was a little like tear jerker right there. That moment. That's what I'm saying. When you realize the reason he's telling the story and the reason is like everything. That's what I'm saying. Like everything came. It's almost like a twist ending. Yeah, because at the beginning, all of this girl, the the Neil Patrick's daughter, wants is a cell phone, mm-hmm. and and she came after this whole story. She's like, I'm not getting a cell phone. And she realized why it's not because the Christmas is not just about the gifts you get, but the gift of life and everybody around you that you get to spend it with at the time. But this, man, this movie was so good. It was, it was, it was good. It was, it was surprising. It was, good. it was, it was surprisingly good. It was better than I expected. It was refreshing. Yeah, it was, it wasn't like, you know, mind blowing, but it's definitely something I, I would like to, I can see myself watching years later. Yeah. If it, like, if I get to catch, I'll watch it again. No, did you catch the other part though? I don't know if you caught this. All right, go. Why? The wife, his wife. No. Do you remember in the bus where he was so embarrassed about his boots? Yeah. And that one girl said, Oh my God, we have the same boots. Oh, yeah. That was his wife. Oh. <laughs> she said. You know something in regards to like yeah yeah I remember boots. now yeah <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> that that one little moment and that's what was great because there's this little details into that that got it but overall there overall looking at it, it's a good movie but at 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 its core there was like sometimes we're like just jumping off like different things different parts of the movies just didn't get me mm-hmm. but the nostalgic feel I th- I think the kid the kids uh. The ones that the, the kid the kid actors, mm-hmm. I think they were all funny. They all had their moments. Oh, I love the kid that was a liar. Yeah, 
Loved him. <laughs> loved him. He was hilarious to me. Like he was perfect. I love, and I just like I said, I love all the scenes. Like the part where when they rent, rent, a, rent a nephew or something like that. Was it rent a nephew or adopt oh. a nephew? <laughs> you want to adopt a nephew? Oh my god, no! But the other part where, uh, yeah, we, yeah, he was quick to just come up with random like <laughs> his nephew. I don't have any nephews. No, no, no. This is about if you don't have one, it's to rent one. Like it was quick on it. Um, the other part was. Uh, what was it? Now you, now you threw me off and I'm blanking <laughs> out. Um, no, the part where the, all the kids freaked out when when they actually weren't giving out a Nintendo for the, oh, the competition. Yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, They're like, no. They flipped out. They were livid. And and what's what's funny about that, it was I felt when because at the, the moment uh, there was a moment in this movie that there was only one kid that had the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And then he he had the part that he was showing off the power glove and he had like the whole the whole school came out and he would pick ten kids to come in <laughs> to say to play, but they never really play. They just watch him play. Yeah, like he just picked them to, to allow him into the that that uh, patio that, that to showboat. Yeah. But it's so funny. My favorite thing was and I felt the same way growing up, which was I never actually got a power glove. Yeah, but I love that because I always thought to myself, "What the power glove doesn't really do anything; it's just a remote on your your hand." So I love when he, he was doing that. He had the power glove, and he's here playing it on his wrist, and he's like, "This this doesn't do anything." Like. <laughs> he was like, "No," he was like, "You have to be you have to be uh, trained in Taekwondo. It's like karate, but more expensive." <laughs> oh man, but yeah, but you know what? Let's get let's get into some quotes. Any favorite quotes you have in the movie? I have a few. Okay, I'll I let you go first. I, I'm, I'm trying now. I have to wrap my hand around it. All right. So the first one, and th- and the, the only reason I remember this mo- moment in the movie was because it re- it was something that you would say that like, oh, Tony, you would do this. Okay. So the uh, the Boy Scout or the Scout Troopers they had to sell wreaths mm-hmm. to, and the whoever sells the most wreaths uh, wins at the Nintendo, which they didn't at the end. So the main character goes to a house. And then this guy opens the door. He goes, what do you want? He goes, uh, would you like to buy some rings? And the best line ever, he goes like, ma, this kid says your wreath sucks. <laughs> I was like, damn, he just got out of nowhere. Like, I didn't say that. Like, <laughs> Yo, I was like, and for some reason, I feel like you would say that, Tony, you would say that to somebody or to me or to you. I mean, just be like, yo, they, told me, they, they just told me your wreath sucks. <laughs> Um, another one, another one, uh, another one was uh, so the little sister wanted a cabbage set, cabbage match doll, yeah, and had to be like red with freckles, whatever. So they go to the store and they couldn't find it because it sold out. But the the scene was with the janitor or the the cleanup crew that was there, the janitor that was there in the store. He was like, "Yo, sold out in twenty minutes." Suddenly, a woman punched her grandma. Right in the a punch of grandma right in the throat. They're in the same family though. <laughs> well, there was something that they uh David Cross said. I'm trying to remember it was uh because the whole thing about Cabbage Patch Kids was the um was the that they came with like adoption papers. Yeah. And I forgot what he said though. Was, like I'm trying to remember, but I remember because he was a boot it was a bootleg version of it, so he said something about yeah. it. Um Damn, I can't, I'm like trying to remember like scenes in the movie. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no, like I really because otherwise it's 
or, or no, here's another uh, one. Go ahead, go ahead. Was uh the the other scene was when the kid I, I have some good memorable like I that I remember quotes from this movie was the same scene where the kid comes out with the power glove. Mm-hmm. So he's like he's looking around to see who has the best gift. So then one kid goes, I have a goldfish. And then the coach from the high, from, from the school he goes, I have untraceable cash. What? <laughs> you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, so they're like, oh, I have like a this. I have like Tonka trucks and I have this. And one kid goes, I have a toy fish. And then the teacher right behind the, the, the coach, he goes, I have untraceable cash. He goes, I have untraceable cash. Yeah, no, he was always <laughs> trying to negotiate too for the same thing. Yeah, like, to get why? in. No, yeah, I thought that was weird. It was like, why is there a coach there like <laughs> trying to negotiate to get in the house? Like, that was so bizarre. That's how popular that was at the time. That, that nobody even that even an old older man coach was trying to get into it. Like in my head, I was trying to wonder how much a um, the Nintendos were at the time. Like they couldn't have it, been that expensive. Either. They were one eighty nine, I think, one forty nine. But it, it, it with inflation and everything, it would have been like five hundred bucks or close to it. All right, so I got. I think I got one that I liked a lot. Was uh. Where they were, he was about to like go out, and his friend, his friend goes, you know, he says like, "Oh, this is my, you know, this is my nickname." He goes, "Wait, we get nicknames?" Oh yeah, and he goes, "This is Millennium, this is Millennium Falcon, super, super cool. cool." He's like, "Good," like he's <laughs> like, he's like, "Good, good one." Like, <laughs> or even before that, there was a scene that he was like, they were prepping. He's like, "You're gonna do this." He goes, "This is this is bigger than Christmas. This is our Vietnam." And the little girl goes, I don't think you know what that means. He goes, I don't know what it means. <laughs> no, I think my favorite is going to be the one where the, like, the lies the little kid was saying in the phone. Yeah. Because he was so quick-witted. I loved it. He goes, this is your this is your nephew. Like, I don't have a nephew. No, no, no. We're we're renting out, and this is the nephews for good causes. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what? Like, and they're like, aww. And he just kept on like going with it. And they were like, yeah, they were listening. I thought it was hilarious. That's my favorite. Oh man. All right. So let's get into these Nickies. Um, I think I give it a, it's for what it is. It was funny. It was uh, entertaining. I didn't really want anything from it. Um, yeah. I don't have too much notes with it because it was just something simple. It was just a simple little holiday movie. It wasn't really trying to be like Santa Claus or anything like big, whatever. Yeah. It was just simple. Like, honestly, like how, if you think about it, even home, home alone, Home Alone wasn't really meant to be anything big. It was just a simple kind of holiday movie with the cool twist. Whatever. Yeah. I feel like this is what it's trying to be for this time. Um, So who knows? Maybe in 10 years, 20 years, it has the same kind of clout. But right now, I think I would definitely give it, I want to give it a four, but I'm going to push it back a little bit for 3.75. 3.75? Yeah. I'm at three and a half. Really? I think I'm going to give it more. No, I enjoyed it. I- Overall spectrum, I enjoyed it, but then when breaking it down, like how the movie is, like I, I guess when it comes down by itself, I think it's great for what it is. I I think it's just hard to let's say when I try to compare, and I try not to do that compared to another movie like that. I don't think it's gonna be like this huge like like I said, it's not gonna be a Santa Claus or anything. one of these. What would this movie movies. fall into you if you had to compare it to something else? Okay, so Christmas movies, so Christmas movie, definitely above. The one with Vince Vaughn was Santa's brother. Santa Claus 2? No. Uh, with Vince Vaughn. Was oh, Santa, Vince Vaughn. With Santa Claus' brother. Above that. <laughs> like, Above that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but below the elf? Not far. Like, but the, the funny thing is, the elf was, uh, that's Will Ferrell at his height. Um, 
So that's just funny, just to be funny. I think this was just a cool little movie. So with, are, would this fall be above or below Jingle All the Way? Above. Above Jingle All the Way? Yes. I'm sorry. I, I put I'll, I'll put it below Jingle All the Way. Nah, for me I it's would. above. I just you know what it is Jingle All the Way. I I just I really wasn't. Like, I, think, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like one of my favorites. Growing up, it wasn't one of my like. To yeah, do. but I don't think it's. I, I think Jingle All the Way is above, but not like notches above. It's like literally right right behind it. Like they they're literally touching. I just give the notches because I I remember how I, I remember when that movie came out and the and how much I laughed at it and I could still watch it being that this movie is just fresh for me. So I guess if I if I was somebody, no, I wouldn't say somebody that are like younger watching it cuz it wouldn't be understand the references and the times of when the movie was like the movie was set in. But yeah, so we have three and three point seven five and three and a half Nikki's for eight bit Christmas where you can find at HBO Max. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.